Stoneage. Hit Stone. And y'all met some great stuff. I was spitting bars. Oh man, we had the meaning of oh, life. It was great things. We you discovered know it. I got I had cancer on lock, man. I had that whole fucking thing on the wall, the fucking chemistry shit. And then fucking the logic crashed. It, the computer crashed. You know what I'm saying? And you'll never know. You know what I'm saying? Damn you, Steve Jobs. <laughs> Damn you to hell. You'll never know. <laughs> What's good, people? What's good? Good, good. It's it's <laughs> been it's been a weirdly good week. Despite you know certain things, which will, will I remain say, unnamed, like, 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 you know, I despite know. despite the the one like, elephant to, in the room, we have to preface it: a yes. good week in music. In music, <laughs> you know, we had a rapper out there who would have easily been problematic, easily. Yeah, but he came back, <laughs> and he made us happy. No disappointments. No disappointments. It was it was, it was a it was a week in rap filled with no disappointments. Yeah, this has been this has been this been, I feel like it's been years. No, no it's been, disappointments. It's been years. I don't. I, I, I feel I feel happy about hip hop. Yeah, it's it's it's. I'm shocked. Yeah, yes. I mean, well, all right. <laughs> Wait a minute, Kanye. That that oh, person, oh, oh. that person, that persona non grata, oh. we will not mention. I've blocked it out. He destroyed hip hop. He, he said hip hop like no, 10 years. No, no, that did not happen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've got my DVR <laughs> set to no Kanye. You know what I'm saying? I got that Kanye mute. I got that new DVR technology. You're you know so excited to see, to, to see the Saturday Night Live performance. Yeah, but it was all muted. It was all just like <laughs> dancing balloons and shit. I think they put up Katy Perry. So I have no idea what happened in Kanye world. I'm Kanye free. It's glorious. <laughs> oh, man. It's, I, it's, the only thing I'll say is this. It's kind of, I think, I think it's evident now he needs help. Because yeah, yeah. and and, and that's again because he because he was actually doing better like and not even doing better he apologized he apologized I put that in quotes in in the, his best Kanye way for the slave comments he was trying to he was he was coming back he had the number one hit song and then he effectively held <laughs> the Saturday Night Live fucking staff <laughs> on stage hostage while he had to give pro Trump speeches yeah no I mean I, I yeah I mean it, it sucks because it. We're 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 a, a funny show, and we like to joke and laugh. But yeah, the dude, the, the dude needs help. Yeah, he needs help. And he needs not, help. And it's, it's not. And the thing is, yeah, the thing about political ideology, although that is problematic, is the fact that it, what he's saying really makes no sense. Like, no, there's, I mean, there's no like, oh, that kind of is this kind of random? You know, it's just like you catch Reggie three in the morning, four or five pennies in, and you're gonna get some Lawrence. <laughs> Yeah, but no, this was yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I and it's it's again. I really hope this is like a Joaquin Phoenix like art piece that he's doing, and he's gonna like jump up and say surprise, you know. <laughs> it's all it's, it's all a plan to get closer to assassinate the president. You know, like Yan Yan was it Yandi or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, that's Yon, gonna be. It's like I'm woke. It's I was joking. Songs that come out there, it's gonna be like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> He's gonna show up for the country music fucking awards show, and it's gonna be like, nah, bitches, it could be public enemy fucking singing. Yeah, I like, I like, like maybe that's gonna happen. It's gonna be like the ultra woke public enemy yeah. album for 2018. Uh, I, just, I, um, I, I just imagine the saddest sex tape ever leaking. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, yeah, I mean, that's the only thing I can say right now. Yeah. I mean, that's the only hope I have. Uh, I mean, but yeah, no, I, it, it's really sad that, like, you know, and I, I get it. If you're Saturday Night Live or whatever, like, you want to book. Kanye West. If Kanye West calls you up and say, "Hey, I want to perform," and this Kanye West little pop song, which is 
fucking terrible. But it's 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 terrible, terrible but good. No, it's it's, ter- it's no. awful. It's awful. Hear me out. Hear it's me out. Awful for what it is for a little pump song for a little and and I like the little pumps. I'm not saying it negatively. For a little silly pop trap song, it's fine. And I, and I, and, I, and, I, and 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 are you ready for this? It goes in the club. You know, it's something I get. It, the it, thing it, is, it's it's for what it is. It's fine. The thing is, but, it's a good little pump song, but it's a thoroughly shitty Kanye West song. Yeah, I mean, I, I would even say like Fifi is a better. If, like, if you want to do like old school, new school co- collaboration, Fifi is like a better song than this. You're such a fucking hoe. Yeah, no, the lyrics, like but, it? I can, but it goes to the lyrics. The, the lyrics, are, know, yeah. No, I mean, the video's great. The yeah. video's great. Like, I love the video, but like, yeah. Shots to Spike Jones. You know, but uh, but no, so, so yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of crazy, you know, just, just to see the first, like, the, the, the demise. And it's like, if there's anybody who's kind of, you know, because it's weird because I see people still follow Kanye and still, like, favorite him. And these are not people who are, like, pro-Trump. They're just pro-Kanye. Yeah. You know, like, they've, like, we've grown up with Kanye, a lot of people. You know, Kanye's been around. Like, Kanye is, uh, you know, he's still an idol to a lot of people. So they're still going to follow him. He might say something, like, quasi-prolific, and they, like, you know, favorite it. And now t- Twitter, like, will say, oh, your friend, like, five friends favorite Kanye. I'm just like, wait, who are these people? And then I was like, oh, you know, like, they just like Kanye. But, like, it, he's becoming more and more indefensible. Yeah. And and, <laughs> and and not to be funny, it'd be one thing if the art was there. The art really isn't there. The art's not there. Yeah. It, it's something where if it was something like, oh, he's still dropping classic albums, going again, it's it's a really good little pump song. It's a really shitty Kanye West song. Yeah. It's probably, the sh- it's probably the worst Kanye West song ever. I like it, but that's because I, I like the little pump. But for so, you know, it's like if Radiohead started doing fucking like Creed songs, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where it's like, really? It's like we don't need, you know, you know, Radiohead coming out there doing fucking Muffin and Sons. It's like, it's there's certain levels that you kind of yeah. yeah. shouldn't really be crossing. You should, you should be able to kind of keep your, your artistry at a certain level. But, you know, I guess all we can do is watch the train wreck because, you know, that's the way 2018 is. Everything sucks. Everything, everything sucks. Yes. But, everything sucks. But what did not suck, when, which by all means should have sucked, is the greatest quote-unquote rapper alive, Lil Wayne. Yeah. Comeback album was yeah. actually a fucking comeback album. Yeah. Like, he came yeah. back and it's this fucking, it's strong as shit. It, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I was, I was... I mean, I was nervous, and then I saw that was twenty three tracks. I was really nervous. Oh, absolutely! Oh God, <laughs> hour and a half. There's, there's no good hour and a half rap you know. albums. That's just, that's an omen right there. <laughs> but uh, but no, like 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 he like I was super impressed. It, you know, it, it just everything was cohesive. You know, like lyrically, Wayne is is still on it. You know, like it was introspective, which I think he was previewing in the Billboard article. Um, you know, like he hit all of the different, like he he basically took the the Drake playbook. Yeah, you know, and blatantly and, at times. Yeah, yeah. blatantly <laughs> taking the Drake playbook, but like he, he kind of knew, like um, you know, like this. There's a song called Mess, which which oh, is like total enough where if if you play that for me now, I would I would think it's Drake. Yeah, like I there's mean, no like, way like Drake yeah. had to ghostwrite that song. Yeah. Had to ghostwrite that song, yeah, you know. But uh, just like the way that, 
you know, like he has like shouts out to the old school, um, you know, like he has uproar. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uproar and, and Mona Lisa, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Like he has like these like shouts out to like new school, like the, the beats, the beats were yeah. great. Um, like he didn't follow, like he didn't try to have like a feature track. Like he didn't try like <laughs> to have a little, little pump track. Yeah. You know, like he didn't try to do like anything else like trend setting. Like he stayed in this lane, but you know, but it was a, it's a great lane to be in. Yeah, and and what what I loved about it going back to the trend setting, which I thought was really strong, was so obviously you know trap soul has basically infested all of R and B, and even the songs he has, like the R and B songs, which is a sizable amount, they're pretty much traditional. You know, hip hop crossover R and B tracks that you've been used to for the past ten years. There's no yeah. there's no weekend on the hook. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, oh, this is stuff you would hear on the radio, Hot 97, normally. I mean, he has a Shanti. Yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah. So, I mean, he, he's definitely kind of like, again, like, he that's his lane. Yeah. Like, and it's crazy, too, because he, I mean, he's 36, but he, I mean, some of this A&R sounded like, looks like something, somebody who's like over 40. Yeah. Shanti being on, <laughs> being singing hooks is yeah. like something that somebody over 40 is saying, oh yeah, that's hot. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's <But>, auntie music. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, but it works. Like it, it works. Like it, 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 it wasn't anything close to a train wreck you know and i think i have maybe lowered expectations yeah um just because you never know in 2018 um but no i mean I, like i've listened to the album like a few times through and it's just it gets better and better every listen yeah and and, and the thing is don't get me wrong it, it does have its issues i mean i think it's going back to the whole point of all those songs it's you know it reminds me of it reminds me of like a big hip-hop release from like five years ago where it's just like shitload of tracks you know what I'm saying? It's a big mega, it's an event, it comes out, it's a fucking big deal. They don't sneak it in on a Friday by a Twitter fucking storm. Yeah. And, and so what's kind of cool about it, and so you, you have those same issues where I do think at times it's definitely could be chopped. Of like, course. Like, like 25% oh, of, course. of the songs. And then sometimes it's a little bit overextended in certain ways, but it's just a fact of where he's still rapping at a pretty goddamn high level. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Kind of like he's still eating people. And it kind of reminds me to a certain extent, and I hate doing this, um, Nicki Minaj's album. Where I felt like they were kind of doing the same exact thing. Where they're like, all right, I'm putting out a, a big, sprawling album. This is my comeback album. Yeah. I'm covering all the bases I'm used to. And I'm trying to, you know, reclaim my throne or my... And then I feel like Lil Wayne was infinitely more successful of what he was doing. Oh, yeah. Because I think at the end of the day, Lil Wayne knows Lil Wayne more than Nicki Minaj knows Nicki Minaj more. Oh, yeah. Because one thing I thought was kind of funny was that one song you guys was thinking Nicki Minaj... Which um, some people kind of dark side of the moon. Some people kind of went on in it because the lyrics kind of silly and stuff. But as a song itself, the melodies and Wayne playing off Nicki Minaj, how like, this is the best Nicki Minaj R and B song that she's had. It's better than the shit she has in her fucking album. Oh, of course. And yeah. it's kind of weird where, to a certain extent, like in going back to the, even the Eminem, I think with a lot of these mega mega star rappers, they kind of they've kind of forgotten why. For people trying to go back to their wheelhouse, I think they kind of forgot what their wheelhouse kind of is yeah. and, what, and what their strengths are. Yeah. So Lil Wayne here, going back to the way that the sound, the album kind of sounds, he's like, oh, this is what I know. Like, you know, if I'm going to do an R&B song, I can't do some shit with The weekend and fucking Crazy at Trap Beats. No, I'll bring out fucking Asante. You know what I'm saying? If I'm going to do fucking some trap shit, no, it's going to be a fucking a million and one fucking Mike Will sense of fucking violins. It's going to be a super last trap beat so I can fucking murk it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even with fucking, 
Like even that shout out for special delivery, how he used that beat. He's just like, all right, what am I really good at? I've, you know, my, the, the, the way I, be, I crossed over from being this, like, I don't want to say underground, but this unappreciated Southern rapper into this fucking God MC was me basically rapping over these rap beats. Yeah. So what I'll do is, bam, you know? Yeah. And it's almost like, if you like my mixtapes, fuck you, here's a mixtape. If you like fucking, you know, if you want to fucking hear like fucking Bangladesh fucking Amelie, bam, here, fuck you. Here's that shit also. He just knew what to hit and it's kind of cool. It was almost... It's it's going well a well art actually yeah which is funny because uh, it seemed like Wayne had a bunch of songs and then like Mac Main who I guess like produced an A and R just like put it all together yeah he's I asked he like uh, he had this, this interview with uh, Elliot Wilson. And basically just kind of talking about like the fact like half those songs are old. Now we don't know what old means to Lil Wayne. Yeah. You know, Cause like he puts out, he like he's in the studio for two and 10 hours a day. So yeah. old could be like last week <laughs> <laughs> or last month or last, you know, like five years ago, you know, but uh, even then it's just like, it, like, yes. Like even if he didn't know <laughs> what the songs were and he didn't know like, uh, who XXXTentacion was. <laughs> Which is crazy, because not to be funny, I thought that was a genius move. Like, Because the thing is, that, that should have failed badly. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 yeah. like, like, because like, 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 the thing is, even though obviously a lot of the, the young SoundCloud rappers are sons of Wayne, he's kind of like a, a far-removed cousin. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> so it's not like he's a direct thing where you can kind of throw up like a little perp or something and then fucking they make sense. What's crazy about him is the fact of where even that wasn't jarring because you figure extension would be fucking like, oh, this is kind of jarring to hear this out of a Lil Wayne thing. Yeah. The way it went from his mother's intro where she's crying yeah. straight into extension singing a sad-ass hook, it was like, oh, shit. No, it was great. Yeah, it so was when great. I heard that it was just fucking splites in the fucking studio by fucking Mac Main of old motherfuckers, it's yeah. like, well, how the fuck did it happen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, it was great. Like, like, like that might be the A&R of the year. <laughs> Producer of the year credit, you and know? He, he don't need to rap no more. Just be A&R. You know, like, you, you, you probably, he probably has, like, a, a fucking uh, external hard drive of 3,000 songs. And he's like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? <laughs> <laughs> the hell you know but i I just imagine because a lot of generally like a lot of big high profile like releases usually have something a lot of it is is figuring out the track listing and cutting everything down yada 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 maybe that's mac main's niche man he's just a and r god it's just like you know kind of like people go to like fucking uh rick rubin when you have to like try to get your old sound back yeah yeah yeah. like man we got all these songs you know somewhere there's like fucking pearl jam or fucking you know coldplay like what do we do and it's like ah We'll go to fucking Mac Maine. <laughs> <laughs> He'll give us the track listing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean that that was that was pretty interesting. Um, yeah, like the fact he didn't know who XXX Tatian was, which not as not as like jarring as I think, just because I think Lil Wayne is just is in his own thing and he he's, has he's, people. He's, he's, he's Lil Wayne is is filthy fucking rich, you know, and, and he, like he's thirty six, but I feel like he does like have a mind of a forty four year old, just yes. because the the industry ages you. <laughs> <laughs> he's at least sixty three years old as far as industry is you concerned. know, like <laughs> so, yeah, not surprising, um, you know. Although there's he put the Drake playbook, like like he took that playbook. There's no Drake. Yes. Which apparently he says some type of contractual issues. Which makes sense too. Which, because, makes, which yeah, makes sense. Because I, I feel like during all the, if anything has been kind of funny, even with all the acrimony 
within Young Money specifically, they've always been they've always been differential to Wayne. Yeah, like there's never been any oh, yeah. time where they've never really kind of you know even when like Nicki Minaj and and Drake's battle was probably something personal and all the other shit. Even with the baby stuff, which would have really been really been awkward. Notice it was just Baby and Wayne. Everybody else is cool as shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which it, but it's it's kind of like well, what happened? Like like is it guys like I thought y'all are all like cash money, young money, whatever money like. What happened to the money? Yeah, but, no, uh, it's and and yeah, you know, in uh, the attempt murder apparently because that's one of you know young thug. Yeah, womp womp. Because apparently there there's there's rumors that uh, they might push that forward mm. also from that bus shooting a couple of years ago. Mm, mm. But yeah, uh, allegedly, <laughs> baby and young thug were involved with allegedly. What? Yeah. Oh wow. But uh, but yeah, no. So like uh, because I think like the only thing that this, this album like lacks is kind of like that cross like. That hit hit. Yes, you know. Yes, going back, going back to there's no Millie. There's nothing that like even with like in your feelings of Drake. There's certain there's like three songs, like um in Drake's album where immediately it's like you could you could just tell he was looking for the hits and he yeah. found some. Yeah, and even to a certain extent, there's a couple of like like the, like I still love that Foxy Brown Nicki Minaj song. There's certain songs he was like oh I could see it. Exactly. Well, Floyd, you don't really see that, but at the same time, it's weird because like I said, is he made he made comfort wing music. Whereas, like, if you want your little Wayne, <laughs> if you miss a little Wayne, we got something here for you. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. here, come back, come back to the full, come back. You know what I'm saying? We, we live, we live six years ago. We live, and I, I'd make it, I think it's better than Carter Car- Four, honestly. Oh yeah, it's yeah. definitely better than Carter Four. Yeah, so like, like cause I remember that, that was Car- that was Car- heavily Car- disappointing. This is definitely yeah. a return to form. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Um, and, and it's interesting too because I, I was listening to Carter Three uh, again. I I don't know if it's better than card three it might be in the Ooh. long term but card three has like like more hit singles that i can place myself yeah. and, and some <laughs> where i verses. was and great verses yeah. and i think like there's more nostalgia to card three mm. as opposed to this where you know i'm not in the clubs anymore so i'm not i don't know what's gonna bang out at yeah. the clubs with this song but um yeah no i mean you know it's it, it's it's uh <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad to see again. Like there've been so many misses this year in hip hop. I'm glad to see like a consistent album. Yeah, no, and and continued success. Yeah, no, absolutely. Know? And and it's something where going back and forth the misses. It's kind of weird where it felt like I don't know. It's I don't know if hip hop's in the worst place. I don't know if it's because it's transitional. I don't know if it's because it's been a lot of superstars who are in a certain kind of space in their careers. Yeah. So they aren't like on their way up. They're kind of either on their way down or trying to maintain. But it's been kind of a place where, like I said, I feel like five years ago, you would have a Rick Ross album that would kind of be like expansive. Yeah. You would have, obviously, always Kendrick. You'd have all these big releases coming out. And it feels like this year you had a lot of huge releases, but it didn't really feel like the years of past. Yeah. It didn't feel like a huge year in hip hop. Yeah. You know? and, and I think a lot of that tends to be because the superstars are kind of like figuring out this space in a new kind of world. And the younger dudes don't really give a fuck. So they're just putting out records, whatever it is. Yeah. So the idea of having this weird, like, you know, like going back to my little pump fucking, you know, this little, the little pump fan club Reggie over here, <laughs> where even though I like what he's doing, there's not, not a big release behind it. Or like perfect, perfect example would be like fucking um, Sheck West, yeah. who had a, he had a funny back and forth actually this week in Twitter, because apparently he said, <laughs> oh yeah, made a little side comment about like, oh, how it's not really music. And I don't really see musicality behind it, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And then the producers clap back on some like, well, you see in this verse, we use, you know, the common chord progression of whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah, and yeah. then it's kind of like a little, little, not racist, 
Racist smelling, let's just say. Oh, yeah. And he had a proper clapback. But even like, a, let's say, like a Sheck West, who's who's a young, popular, rising up and coming rapper, his album comes out tomorrow, nobody cares. There's going to be like 10 tracks randomly put together, you know, probably some of his SoundCloud hits, and that's about it. So it's going to, it's, so it's in a weird space where even the young kids don't, don't really seem to care about the album format. Yeah. Except to get the streams up. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, young kids meaning Sheck West and even fucking Migos. Yeah. And I was saying, it's just like, we're not putting out a statement, we're just putting out. Yeah, a bunch of songs on our hard drive to make sure these streams stay up. Yeah, so it's kind of cool having like a, again a superstar release where it's like Ashanti's an album and fucking you know Nicki Minaj and it's even though it's not heavy on the guest appearances, it's still uh it's still expensive ass sounding ass album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I one thing I want to talk about uh, with this album uh is you know basically. I guess like Wayne kind of, and we talked about this too in, in the preview in uh, of the Billboard interview, uh, kind of coming to grips with like, you know, I guess a suicide attempt or a, you know, I guess I think he's been going, you could tell he's been going to therapy yes. because this is like surfacing. And I guess like, you know, he at first thought like, or he was telling people like, Oh, I, I accidentally shot the gun. And now he's kind of coming out and saying like, I'm like, like I tried to commit suicide, and you know his mom was on the album. His mom like kicks off the uh, starts the album, uh, like very like very poignant, um, and kind of I believe ends the album or, or like close to the end. Yeah, um, she kind of talks about the shooting. Yeah, talks about the shooting, and it's like that was interesting too because like it's actually kind of interesting to see, like <laughs> again this is almost like Wayne's four four four. Uh, but he didn't do a four 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 album. He interlaced that with like you know the Sampha song and, and things like that. But he didn't yeah. make it all about it's that. Not, it's not low key. It's 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 different sides. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, I I thought that was really interesting. I thought like it's it's kind of cool how um, and I guess like you know in the Elliot Wilson interview he says like he can't he can't listen to his mother speak on the album anymore. Like. He listened to it once, probably like to say, "Oh, that's cool." Like, <laughs> you know, the the compression is great, the levels are great, <laughs> and then like he he will never listen to it again, which is kind of interesting. Um, but I thought it was kind of cool to see that from Wayne. Um, but also, I thought like it was it was interesting that like that wasn't the centerpiece. I mean, it was a centerpiece of the album, but it wasn't at the same time. Yes, you know, which I thought was was and, and like there's you could mess that up. Right, you can have like your mom speaking, and like it's really like you know uh, a poignant moment, and then you can have like a trap song, be the next <laughs> song. Yeah. You can really mess up that sequence. Yes, agreed. And, and yes. like they 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 were able to kind of book in the the album with uh, the, the those moments, and like really make it work. Yeah, no, you know? that, going back to the going back to the A and R God, <laughs> <laughs> Mac <Man. laughs> Yeah, and and it's and and you're right, and and that's the thing that struck me also was the fact that because she had a huge collection of song, of songs in general. We had like R and B, where I think there's a point where there's like three or four R and B songs together and everything else, and it kind of goes into like regular, it's like trap, just just rap, like like, like more like not trap rap like that, but like a trap beat with Wayne spitting, where yeah. it's hard to have you know these songs with themes versus just a party song versus a silly song with, with Snoop versus like this th- song about suicide and my mother crying. But the album flowed well. And even though, like I said, it's, it definitely could use some editing, 
the, the edit we have now works as an album. Yeah. 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 I, I was not like, tired. Yeah. And there wasn't you know? a point where I was like, oh, so I'm like, oh, wow. You know, I'm just vibing to it. All of a sudden, it's fucking, you know, like Eminem starts rapping, rapping. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, shit yeah. Like that. yeah. It flowed well. Like you said, you could, it's an album you could put and ride to yeah. and not have to skip. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. Like, I found I found a lot of twenty three track albums tiring. Like Migos album oh, is, God. is very tiring. Migos album is still playing. <laughs> I started playing it. Like it's, I, it's still, I'm still I think we're on track fucking nineteen now. <laughs> From fucking May. Yeah, yeah, you know. So like, it, but this did not feel like tiring at all, which I think it's I think it's great, you know. So uh, so yeah, and then like I guess like what the track that everybody's saying is kind of the centerpiece track. It's a Kendrick Lamar collabo. Oh yeah, no, because Kendrick was going. Kendrick was like, I can't, I can't come half ass on the Lil Wayne track. <laughs> <laughs> Kendrick was, I don't even know what Kendrick was trying to do. Kendrick was spazzing the fuck out. It was, of that. It's, it's actually kind of interesting too, because I, I really want to know like what the thought process is, because you can kind of tell like Wayne did his verse first. Yes, and then like Wayne like pitched the idea to Kendrick, and Kendrick's like, oh, I got something. But he's like, I'm gonna come from the woman's perspective, <laughs> and then like the woman is gonna like be like messing with like Lil Wayne or something, and then like the dude's gonna kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and is Wayne like, well, okay, <laughs> you know, like 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 I'm, I'm curious about like how that went down. Um, but no, it's, it's like you know, it's it's cool, and again, like this is a throwback uh, to old school hip hop. It's like it's cool. It's a story. Like it's you know like it was really cool to kind of see like the storytelling and it's like you know the 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 first act is like them like being Bonnie and Clyde you know like like just like you know robbing these dudes <laughs> girl takes the dude back and you know I guess you know like they're doing whatever and Lil Wayne sneaks in and robs you yeah. know whatever and then like the second half I I think it's like the same girl but like from a different perspective with like the one of the dudes that maybe got robbed or one of the dudes like other like girls other other boyfriends or dudes or whatever and I was like oh shit this is like you it's hard to like like I, I've not heard like storytelling <laughs> in hip hop in a long time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean it's a throwback to like Slick Rick, you know, like like it's even like, you know, even like uh Stan from Eminem was like a great story yeah. in hip hop, you know, like told through hip hop. So yeah. um uh, yeah, no, it's, it's kinda cool and obviously like I, I think that's kind of like the de facto single, like it's just, it's like the streaming single. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just because it's like the Venn diagram of Kendrick fans and Wayne fans. Yeah, no, and the old school hip hop fans. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's kind of cool to see that. I'm gonna, know? I'm gonna have a weird random shout out and a slight critique. Action Bronson. Oh yeah, okay. Because Action Bronson had one song which I thought was fantastic. We're kind of similar. Where uh, and it, I feel like Action and in, in Action Bronson is a great classic MC. Except Action Bronson is too busy selling us fucking like Zimbabwean fucking muffins and fucking <laughs> organic wine and being this big like, larger than life persona. But I forget one one of his albums, but he had this track where it's hookers on the point. No, oh, so yeah, it's basically yeah, yeah. you know the hooker, the John, and the pimp all rap from that from each perspective. Mm. And then it's like oh shit, like when he like and then it's it's weird where like Nas does it. It's it's a, it's a it's a storytelling medium. I wish. Rappers would do more so, yeah. not because of the rapidly rap, because honestly, and except for Kendrick, because Kendrick was rapidly rapping his ass off. <laughs> Generally, it's not really about rapidly rap; it's more about just 
you know, it, it's where you kind of get the, the full storytelling idea of hip hop. Yeah. And I wish people kind of dipped into that more. You don't have to be. And the thing is, because I feel like one of the new um, Y&B dudes did something like that recently. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like I forget which, because you know, it's like five of them now. I know, right? But uh, YB, YNB or YBN? YBN, I always forget their name. YBN. YBN, I think. I think. YBN. Yeah. But uh, one of them had a rap where, you know, obviously the cop comes to pull over, he's riding dirty, whoop, 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 things yeah. happen. Yeah. But it's kind of cool to kind of hear like a throwback, and I think I wish there were more, more rappers doing that. Yeah. You know, but yeah. to Action Bronson. Total, total segue. That was total old man segue. But yeah. You know, and then like I said, the other thing I love is the special delivery kind of like, like, like not. Yeah, yeah. Because it's something where, not to be funny, people always talk about mixtape Wayne enough where it was a saying in songs. So for him to basically do a mixtape Wayne type thing was kind of hilarious, particularly a song like that, where it's not like it's some shit where it's like Big Pimpin'. Yeah. Or something would have been like, oh, blatant. Or even like fucking. Super Lucky Dog with this explosive that made much more sense yeah. than pulling out fucking special delivery, but yeah. it fucking worked. It, it worked, yeah. and Wayne was on fire. Yeah, like you could tell he was inspired. Yeah, so it's kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then shouts to Snoop because that that was a great little mix and had yeah, those switches. Yeah. It's just honestly, it was just a well put together album, and, and it's been a minute, and I fucking love it, and I, and, I, and I'm happy that Wayne is back, and apparently he's got a whole. You know, Mac Main, A and R of the Year, has another <laughs> another album worth of, of cuts on his on his hard drive. He'll meticulously go through <laughs> a remix and consult <laughs> and, and view the demographics to figure out what he'll put on. <laughs> so hopefully we'll have a little Wayne album, you know, coming into next year. Yeah. 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 Shout, shout, shouts. Hopefully next year yeah. and not like next six years. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. So, so uh what are you listening to, man? What am I listening to? It's it's it's, it's been it's, as we all know, it's been a it's been a very positive week as far as the democracy here is in the United States. <laughs> very positive, good things happening. You know, we've got these these moral people involved. You know, good honest judges. Yes, are stepping to the plate. Yes. So uh, America is great again. Yes, America is great again. So as a result, I'm listening to a lot of fucked up punk and metal music. <laughs> <laughs> To brace myself for the upcoming apocalypse. (laughs) (laughs) But things that aren't thinking about our impending doom at a thousand and one decibels. What I've been listening to is a a new signee from TDE going back to Sir Kendrick, person called Reason. Um, Reason is kind of like a a rabbity rapper, where not to say that as a negative way, somebody spits bars, lots, lots of street tales. He's somebody where it's very much like a. I mean, it's it's. It, I feel like it's a kind of rapper where in New York and in L.A. too, kind of specialized in. Where it's like I'm a street rapper. Yeah. Where I'm telling you is what's happening out here now, and I feel like to a certain extent, definitely in New York, but to a certain extent, L.A. has lost with a couple of exceptions here and there, like YG. You know, yeah. it's, it's making a comeback in L.A. And I feel like Reason is a, another dude that's kind of riding that wave. Um, what's cool about Reason is that uh, it's he's solid. He's still trying to find his voice, but he still has some dope ass songs. Mm-hmm. And then one of the songs I, I, I kind of like like a lot is um this track called Fuck With Me. And it's just fucking it's a dope mix. And even the video's cool where he's like lying in blood, but it's this idea of where you've got like um a lot of the jazzy, and I, I hate using the word jazz because of the stereotype behind it, but that yeah. little funky natural instrumentation stuff that Kendrick does. Yeah. But a little more amped up and he just kind of spits over it. And it's and it's kind of dope. And and the thing about TDE, what I've noticed in general, is that they're a place where they could easily become the house of Kendrick. Yeah. And, you know, that's it. 
and then no A and R, and that's and you know just just we're we're just making the, in the business of Kendrick in the Kendrick. Yeah, it kind of goes back to a throwback of Eminem because remember one of the big critiques was that uh, how like his record label is just basically the house of Eminem, mm-hmm. where even like his manager was somebody where it, all he does is focus on Eminem. That's all he does. Yeah, with uh, Top Dog, what I like about it is in small ways like Lance Skywalker, Isaiah Rashad. It's like he's he's kind of he's got a really good ear for music and a good ear for burgeoning talent. So while Reason is a, it's it's not gonna be an album where it's gonna blow you away. Yeah. But it's a good album from a young rapper. So he's somebody where like you know, an album or two, a couple more years, he's gonna be really fucking dope. Yeah. And it's kind of cool to kind of see at least a record company out there that's not just like, oh shit, you went viral. Here's a lot of money. Here's a three sixty deal. Yeah. Go out there and get us this money. It's so. Props to TDE. Props to Reason for having a really solid, dope album in a year full of fucking killers. Yeah. Stack fucking killers. And also props to TDE for kind of like being a real record label, which <laughs> apparently is fucking innovative in 2018. He I actually, mean, He yeah. cares about art yeah. and artists but, and putting but, out quality. It's weird. But TDE was around before Kendrick, though. So just just FYI, no, like, true, true. But you know how it is. It's like no, oh, I know. We, we found our gold. We found the golden point. I know. I and know. We're write it till the end. Yeah. It's something where he's actually done a good job. And yeah. It, and I guess it is. It's it, the whole camp is making. It's make they're making dope quality black music across the board. Yeah. And it's something where it's very telling. Where it's not just for you know X amount of teams and X amount of money. So respect to them. Yeah. 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 Cool. That's cool. About it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm listening to my my boy uh, my boy Danny Swain. Uh, so basically, if you if you follow Cal Sessions, I've been I've been posting about Danny Swain since like 2006. Um, he basically there's this whole like creative community that like started at the Savannah College of Art and Design. Um, like Brittany Bosco came from that that crew. Like there was this crew that came from Savannah, moved to ATL, um, and became kind of like the alternative alt alt you know <laughs> music scene in in Atlanta. Um, so I always got to like when I was down at ATL, I always like kick it with them and everything. Um, and uh, you know Bosco's up here now. She signed the Fool's Gold. Um, a couple other people I know from that crew are out in LA. Uh, and Danny Swain's out in LA. Um, he like put out like a few different albums. And I always said like if I was a rapper, I would be him because <laughs> it's basically just like nerdy backpack rap you know it's just like super nerdy like i am middle class <laughs> <laughs> and i i want to rap you know so um i've always been a fan um he had like this next state called college kicked out uh which is really cool um and he had this really cool concept album uh with my boy alex goose called and i love her um and i think alex is out in la doing commercials for target and stuff now um, and then Danny Swain, like, disappeared, and then he popped up. Uh, he does a lot of music for, like, Bob's Burgers, of all things. Oh, wow. So he's, he's like, jumping oh, in, like... Oh, get that check, though, buddy. Yeah, Woo! he's getting that, getting that money. Get that, get that you check. You know, oh. so he's starting to do, like, composing. So the case she comes in. Woo. Yeah, so he's doing composing and scores and stuff. Uh, so he um, did, like, Bob's Burgers. He did some stuff for Sesame Street. And I'm like, yo, this is really cool. So his latest project is called The Book of Danny, and it's actually like the soundtrack to a movie that doesn't exist, but it's structured like a soundtrack. Oh, nice. Which I thought was like really, really cool. Like there's a lot of like cool, like um, like lush orchestrations 
and there's just like a lot of like experimentation and it sounds like a movie soundtrack um you have to kind of ex- it's almost like this magical realism like you have to kind of like envision what this movie <laughs> is <laughs> but uh it, it's cool to see somebody take risks you know it's cool to see you know Obviously, like one of the things he wants to do is do more movies. It's like, yeah, there needs to be more people of color, <laughs> you know, composing. Yeah, um, and it's actually kind of interesting too because I was re- I was I was watching the Quincy documentary, Quincy Jones documentary, which I haven't finished, um, which is not as exciting as his interviews that we talked about earlier this year. Oh, I gotta get they gotta they they, they tamed him. They gotta unleash yeah. unleash the Quincy it, it, free Quincy. It's just a straight up documentary. But you know he was composing films and like he remembered going to Hollywood and saying like um, you know people were like, can black people compose films? Wow. And like basically being asked bluntly straight up that question. And the funny thing is, I feel like that's the same. I mean that that hasn't gone away. Like I feel like if you want go to L.A. and say, "Oh, I want to compose a film," they might not say it to your face. Yeah, they're probably thinking it. Yeah, they, uh, they think it's gonna be all hip hop beats, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's kind of cool to see somebody like doing some experimentation, uh, you know, doing film scores. And like when I think of the film, and, and the cool thing too, it's like since there is no film, you actually have to like create the film in your head. And like to me, this is like a score to a to a Wes Anderson film. You know, which, oh, wow. is, which is kind of cool. Um, so it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool to just see people being creative. Um, you know, and it's, and it's not even going to be on any streaming services. You actually have to buy it. You have to pay money for it, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. Um, you know, like, so I, I hope it comes out on vinyl because, like, it's just, it sounds great on MP3, but I'm sure it sounds amazing on vinyl. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, no, it's, it's a cool project. Like, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm excited, and it's also somebody that, you know, like I know, so I'm excited to see you know people. You know, just take a risk. You awesome. know, it's like yeah, could so. be cool. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Again, Reggie, we're all doomed. So Reggie's listening to crazy punk and 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 guys screaming about devil horns coming to pale us all. But uh, a band I've been listening to, kind of like a little bit on that spectrum, but kind of a little more sarcastic, is a group called. You love this name, Viagra Boys. <laughs> But uh, Viagra Boys, they're they're technically I think they try to call themselves a punk punk um, post punk, but they're really a punk band from mm. like uh, I think it's Europe. I don't remember exactly. It's I I, I don't want to don't be that dude. It's like I think it's somewhere European, Europe. Either, either Amsterdam or Stockholm. I forget which which city. But um but anyway, they they kind of have this weird because it's another band that's called Piss Jeans. Yeah, where basically yep. they all have real jobs in in real life. So when you listen to the songs. The songs are. Even though they're punk songs, these are dudes who like. So you listen to it in the songs. The song called about like um, there's a song about a masseuse, and it's literally <laughs> about getting a massage and being old. <laughs> there's songs about like working shitty corporate jobs. Yeah, and stuff where it's like aged up. And so Viagra Boys are kind of similar, where their big hit song is a song called Sports, and basically it's dude is saying basketball, baseball, football, and basically it's this like this thirty year old punk dude. Who's like, you know, 20 pounds overweight, <laughs> tattoos, and in the video's old stage as if like he's this famous sports star and his cameras everywhere. Mm. And it's kind of just it just kind of pokes pokes fun at just the absurdity of the world. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's it's a fun album because again, it's punk, so it's a little hard hitting, but it's it's it doesn't take itself seriously at all. It's just kind of like a fun album and kind of a fun yeah. way to kind of have aggression. And you know, it's it's I think it's kind of it's and not to get political. 
I think it's kind of good to kind of have like, you know, all the disappointments that we have, all the anger that we have and the way the world is today. It's kind of cool to kind of funnel that into, you know, activism or like art and not kind of get stuck in the darkness of it. Yeah. Because, you know, like these dudes are just like, fuck it, we're all doomed anyway, so we might as well have fun while doing it. Yeah. yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. So, yeah. so, so props to them. They've, they've helped me get through the week. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know, it's, it's funny too. For, like for me, I've been listening to like bits and pieces of things, but not a lot of stuff I can speak eloquently on. Um, but I, I started listening to, so I was out in California like two weeks ago and I was out somewhere and they're playing this album, uh, and, and like over the, you know, speakers and background music. Yeah, I like did like the whole like you know like Shazam like hey what is this? And it ends up being an album from a band that I I hate. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the greatest though? <laughs> <laughs> that like I walk. I mean I, I don't even know why I hate them. I remember at, I think were you at the show at Sapai? I walked out. I was like, no, no, I'm too old for this shit. Like it's like midnight. Oh, no. this is great. Which red is this? Uh, Jungle. Oh no! I did not know we. Just, I did not know about your jungle hate until recently. But I, I let's. I'll let you talk. I have my. <laughs> and I, don't, I don't know why I hate them. Because they're corny as fuck, man. They are corny as oh. fuck. Um, they're kind of like style or su- substance. They're trust fund kids. But and but even with that, like Vampire Weekend are trust fund kids. And I love Vampire Weekend. But Vampire Weekend has <laughs> here's the thing. Vampire Weekend has dope original songs. So shout to Ezra, by the way, who got a uh, Rashida um, Jones pregnant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So shouts, shouts, shouts to you, my friend. Shouts <laughs> to you, my guy. So, but, uh, but no, but even then, they 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 put it this way. They actually make good music. <laughs> <laughs> like I actually. We so, should, yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know why this band turns me into like a pitchfork angry, you know, pitchfork like, you know, whatever. But so when I did the Shazam, I was like, Are you serious? And I'm like, No. And I, like did it again. I was like, No, it's you like you got this wrong. And like it was like, yeah, so they have this new album, um, and it's called Forever. Um and it's actually like decent. Mm, it's a, it's a nice it's a nice summer it's a nice summer album. It's a nice and, and, and like apparently they they recorded out in California, so it's like a nice and I heard it out in California, so it's like a nice like little California album. Um, and I was just like, oh, I was like, wow, this is actually pretty decent. Um, the cool thing about this album is. It has like more, way more substance than their first project. Okay. Um. So like, it's almost like Hey Ya, where it's like, you know, you think it's like, oh, it's a dancey song, it's a pop song, and it's like it's in, in Hey Ya is about like breakups or something. This is actually about like them going out to California, thinking they're they're going to be like be like living large, and realizing it's not going to work out, and then they're like broke, and they have to go back to to the UK. <laughs> <laughs> So it's kind of interesting, you know, when you dive deeper into it, like there's a there's a, there's a really cool duality to the album where, yeah, everything's like, oh, California, sunshine, blah, blah, blah. But it's also like the lyrics are basically like, we're miserable here. <laughs> 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 you know, like, like, fuck this. You know, we, we have to leave, blah, blah, blah. So that I thought was cool. I wouldn't say it's like the best album of you know the year, but again, I was just presently surprised. That's solid. That's solid. And in 2018, I mean, 
<laughs> that's all we can ask for. Yeah, that's all. It's like, too, too can I be entertained? <laughs> <laughs> well, good for them. No, no. And, and, and I go back to your Vampire Weekend comment. I think it's because Vampire Weekend kind of own their queenness. It's just like, besides the fact of where they were actually, because oh, even though you can make the argument that they were biting off of Paul Salmon, who was biting off of African music, <laughs> considering what True that. came out, it was basically all dance punk bands and like, you know, indie rock shit. Yeah. So for them to come out where I was like, we're just gonna play this really twee, you know, like like you know, you know, Indian guitar and it's really ha-, you know, like they owned what they were. I think with Jungle was kind of confusing was that you know it was very much like we're partying all the time. So they 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 basically came off as a really bad indie rock dance punk pop like LMFAO. Yeah. Well, so, the the Pitchfork review said that they're a glorified wedding band. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> Shots to Pitchfork for that ether. Woof! <laughs> Woof! I would put my fucking instrument down if I read that shit. Fuck you, man. Um. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the hate is out there. The hate <laughs> is strong. The hate is strong. Woof! <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, and even when I saw them live, I'm just like, there's just there's nothing there, you know. So yeah, I mean, hopefully they. I mean, it, it, that was. I think this bit is almost like a Lil Wayne level where it's like, I think that album, that first, their first album that came out like maybe four or five years ago. Yeah. Um. So maybe, you know, you could tell they've matured, you know, maybe their live shows matured. Maybe they understand like what needs to go on. And maybe it's in it going you know. back to the whole AR thing. Maybe it's time like going back by TD thing when I was like, or even the AR where it's like, maybe they needed time in the oven. Yeah. 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 So. Okay. Cool. So props to them. I mean, that's about it. So uh, that's it for Kanye Watch. <laughs> yeah. We'll meet you next week to find out the new depressing shenanigans. Yeah. And uh, uh, somebody cue, cue the, the jungle. So, <laughs> so uh, just FYI, I was out and somebody's like, oh, like you guys have a podcast. I was like, yeah, Reg and Stone. And they're like searching. I don't see it. I was like, what do you mean you don't see it? Reg and Stone. Because they're on the Android. Oh, wow. We weren't on Google Play Music thing oh, no way. last week. So, like, your Android people didn't know how to get to us. Now we're on Google Play Music. Oh, <laughs> So shit. tell your Android friends. Tell your Android friends. <laughs> tell, you, tell all your green bubbles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all your WhatsAppers. If you know, you know. Yeah, you know. Green bubble. If you, if you, if you know, you know. Green bubble gang all the time, man. Uh, Fuck Steve Jobs. <laughs> It'd be funny, like if you see, like somebody like turn that has a green bubble turns to a blue. It's like, oh, 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 what happened? Oh, I thought you hated you know, iPhone. You, know you just, you just not. Oh, oh. You think you just kind of join over here? You got to get jumped in, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't switch sets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, all, all the Android people were, were now live on Google Play Music. So hit us up. Tell your friends. Whatever. Uh, we do this for, for the people and the culture. Yeah, so. Good looking out. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.